I remember looking at Zach and saying, I don't know why you're so shocked by this. I've worked hard at everything I've done as long as you've known me. To which Zach responded, yeah, I know, which is why I thought you'd work hard at being a wife. Hey there, I'm Victoria Rayburn, a wedding photographer, small business owner, and marketing expert who doesn't believe work-life balance exists. I, probably like you, love both my family and my business, and for years I thought that if I worked hard and implemented enough self-help tips and tricks, every facet of my life and business would fall into place, leaving me feeling rested and satisfied. And, well, friend, that has yet to happen because life and business are demanding and every season brings new challenges. While I don't believe we can reach true work-life balance, I do believe there's power in determining your priorities, both in your personal life and in your business, and making choices and creating systems based around what's most important to you and what's going to lead to results. When it comes to your priorities in your personal life, I want to help you remember what's most important to you and show you how you can protect these priorities by setting boundaries and putting time on your calendar for what matters most. When it comes to your business, I want to help you determine what's already working well for you and help you implement proven marketing and business strategies. This way, you can prioritize the tactics that work, ditch the ones that don't, and feel confident in your ability to run your business, meet your goals, and serve your customers. Relationships, effective marketing strategies, setting boundaries, delegating, creating an incredible client experience, and keeping your priorities at the core of everything you do are exactly what you, experts, and I will be discussing every week. Now, whether you're walking your dog, you're driving to a shooter job, or you're snuggled up on the couch with a glass of wine, get ready to grow, learn, and assess your priorities. You're listening to the Priority Pursuit Podcast. Hey there, and welcome to episode two of the Priority Pursuit Podcast. Have you ever met someone briefly who told you far too much personal information far too fast? Well, considering this is only our second episode together, that might be exactly what's about to happen. Because today I'm going to tell you about how my husband, Zach, and I ended up in marriage counseling right before our third wedding anniversary. Now, I know this might seem overly personal to be sharing, but looking back, I can't help wondering if another photographer or business owner would have been transparent about their marriage with me. Maybe I would have done things differently, and maybe our marriage and relationship wouldn't have suffered so much. I can't go back in time, and honestly, even if I could, I wouldn't because Zach and I have grown so much as a result of this trial, but if I can save you even a little bit of grief, I want to share our story with you. Now, if you aren't married or in a romantic relationship, please don't write this episode off. You are still in relationships with friends, family, roommates, and others, and whether you realize it or not, your business affects the people closest to you, and perhaps the story I'm about to share will help you make wise decisions in a future relationship. So, spoiler alert, this story does have a happy ending. Zach and I just celebrated our six-year wedding anniversary and are currently in a season of marriage that I really love. We don't have kids yet, so much of our time is spent taking weekend getaways when I'm not shooting a wedding, sipping wine at the Wine Cellar Bistro, which is our favorite date night spot in Lafayette, Indiana, which is where we live, or snuggled up on the couch while Zach plays guitar, I read, and Hattie, our golden doodle, sits between us. This is where we are now, six years into marriage, But our story started in 2010 when we were juniors in high school. You see, we grew up in neighboring towns, and our junior year of high school, Zach's parents decided he needed to transfer to my school. We quickly bonded because in 2010, we were the only 17-year-olds either of us knew who watched The Office. This is actually very ironic now because our love story is about as Pam and Jim as it gets. I had the same boyfriend all through high school, and he was a few years older and in college by the time Zach transferred to my school. At the end of our senior year, I felt God telling me the boyfriend I had wasn't the one, so I decided to call it quits. 
because Zach was one of my best friends, I texted him and told him about the breakup first. He responded with, this probably isn't a good time, but I have to tell you that I'm in love with you. Shocked, I responded with, I can't talk about this right now, and neither one of us brought it up again for months. But that summer, we went from hanging out with us plus friends to hanging out just on our own, which is something I never did before because the previous boyfriend hated Zach. I didn't know why, but I get it now. By the end of the summer, I knew Zach was the one, and when we were only 20 years old, Zach proposed. I graduated from college a year early and not wanting to wait any longer to get married, we became husband and wife during spring break of my last year of college at 21. We spent our first year of marriage in a tiny apartment above a garage and then moved to Lafayette, Indiana and bought a house after we both found jobs. Now, when we got married, I thought I was going to work in the marketing industry forever. I studied English with a concentration in marketing, so I essentially studied copywriting. And in college, I had a job writing for my school's marketing department. I took marketing internships in the summer and even spent one summer living in Chicago interning for Time Magazine's sales and marketing department. Then my last year of school, before I graduated, my college offered me a full-time position in their marketing department if I could start immediately. So my last year of college, I went to school full-time, worked full-time, and planned our wedding. It was a blessing, but I wouldn't recommend doing all of these things at once. I, let alone Zach, had no reason to think I was ever going to leave the marketing industry when we were 21 and newly married. In fact, I was enrolled to get my MBA, and I assumed I would work in academia or for a corporate company forever. But then Carrie Bauer and I became friends. Carrie was her wedding photographer, and because I'd had such a great experience working with her, I started hiring her to shoot for St. Joe, which is the college that I graduated at and worked at. Carrie and I quickly discovered that we worked well together, and Carrie asked if I could start second shooting for her. Now, I did photography in 4-H and minored in art, so this wasn't entirely out of left field, but I certainly had a lot to learn. So after the craziness of working full-time, going to school full-time, and planning a wedding let up, I quickly filled all of those hours working for Carrie and then commuting to and from Lafayette when I was hired by Tree Frog Marketing, a small business marketing agency in Lafayette, Indiana that I cannot recommend enough. If you are in need of a new website, seriously, contact TreeFrog. They do amazing work. About a year after I started working for Carrie, we moved to Lafayette, and she encouraged me to start my own photography business. She said I was ready and would make more money, and we now lived 45 minutes apart since we just moved, so starting my own business just made sense. Now, Zach and I thought I was going to have all sorts of free time on my hands since I no longer had a two-hour round trip to make to get to work every day, but I quickly filled this time and then some with photography. I started filling my weekends with weddings and shoots, and my evenings and every spare moment I had began being filled with editing and doing everything else I needed to do to run my business. I'd stay up until 2 a.m. most nights working, and in all honesty, I would pray that Zach would fall asleep while watching TV so he wouldn't reprimand me for working so late. During the season, I missed time with friends and family because I had shoots or weddings. Zach got used to attending things without me, and the phrase, I can't, I have to edit, came out of my mouth more than almost anything else. After about two years of my side hustle taking up more time than my full-time job, Zach was fed up. Looking back, I don't blame him, but at the time, I thought he was being selfish. I thought, I'm working hard for us. How can he possibly be upset about that? The little time we did spend together was spent arguing. He thought I worked too much and didn't care about him or the life we had. I thought he was being unsupportive and even cruel. Neither one of us knew this at the time, but right before our third anniversary, we were both thinking, is this even worth it? Maybe divorce would be easier. 
Then a few months before our third anniversary, we got into a big argument. In all honesty, there was shouting and tears, and it lasted for so long that we both ended up sitting on our kitchen floor because we were tired of standing. I remember looking at Zach and saying, I don't know why you're so shocked by this. I've worked hard at everything I've done as long as you've known me. To which Zach responded, yeah, I know, which is why I thought you'd work hard at being a wife. After this blow up, we agreed that we needed professional help. Thankfully, Faith Biblical Counseling Center was able to get us in pretty quick. If you're in the Lafayette area, Faith is wonderful. I'll post a link to their website in the show notes. We spent about six months going to counseling once a week. And at first we were so embarrassed that we didn't tell anybody. There were a lot of tears, but we learned a lot about ourselves, one another, how God intended marriage to work, and got to the root of our idols. Now, Zach was not entirely blameless in this situation. His actions also led us to counseling, but I don't want to speak for him. Perhaps he'll join me for an episode in the future. But so much of our counseling experience was about figuring out what our idols were. If you aren't familiar with what an idol is, within Christianity, an idol is anything you worship and put ahead of God. My personal definition is anything I let consume me and put in front of my relationship with God and my priorities, but especially my relationship with Zach. My faith and my husband are my top priorities. If you aren't a Christian or you don't believe in God, please don't tune out here. Regardless of what you believe, an idol can still consume you and prevent you from maintaining your priorities. We're going to take a quick break because I can't help telling our photographer friends about something that saved me hours upon hours of work and given me freedom. Photographers, have you considered outsourcing your editing? Now, I know what you're going to say. I can't outsource my editing. An editor won't be able to match my style. But friend, I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. I've been working with Photographers Edit for years, and their team of experienced editors match my editing style perfectly because, one, they took the time to get familiar with my preferences and brand, two, they look at the sample edits I include in each Lightroom catalog, and three, they allow me to submit feedback after every project so that next time, things are even better. Outsourcing my editing to Photographers Edit has drastically streamlined my workflow. I mean, after I shoot a wedding or session, I simply call the images and mark the photos I want to blog using Photo Mechanic. Then I create a Lightroom catalog and only edit the photos I plan to blog and share on social media. I add a green label to the photos I edit, share the catalog with Photographers Edit, and they use the photos I mark in green as samples to finish editing the remaining images. From there, Photographers Edit sends the catalog back to me within a few days. I review the images, export them, and share my clients' galleries with them. Outsourcing my editing has given me the freedom to spend more time with Zach, go to bed at a reasonable time, better serve my clients, and work on projects I'm actually excited about, like this podcast. Right now, editing is likely taking up most of your time, but I can tell you from experience that it doesn't have to. To receive 50% off your first order from Photographer's Edit, go to victoriarayburnphotography.com PE or simply use code VRayburn at checkout. Again, that's victoriarayburnphotography.com PE or use code VRayburn at checkout. It didn't take much counseling to discover that work and success are idols for me, and they always have been. I mean, in high school and college, I got good grades while holding part-time jobs and cheering through my sophomore year of college. When I began to work full-time, I worked crazy hours. I felt a sense of pride being the last person to leave the parking lot. Heck, once I even went into the office on Christmas Eve to get a few things done that apparently couldn't wait. And when I started my own photography business, I drowned myself in more work than I or my marriage could handle. Until we started going to counseling, I thought I was just a hard worker. However, counseling helped me realize 
that I have a history of taking on too much because I try to find my identity and my worth and my work and other people's approval. Looking back, I didn't get good grades because school came naturally to me. I studied like crazy because I wanted praise from my parents and teachers. I didn't start my photography business to support my family. I started it because I liked how it felt to be praised by clients and social media followers. And when I got married, my success and work idols wrecked my marriage. Again, I know this might seem like a lot of personal information far too soon into our relationship, but I'm sharing part of our story with you because if I were a betting kind of gal, I'd place money on the fact that most of you listening to this also battle with success and work idols. I mean, after all, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you are a determined, headstrong business owner, you love what you do, and you're really great at it. Work and success are idols I still battle, but today I do a few things to keep these idols in check so I can keep my priorities in order, and I want to encourage you to do the same so you can protect your relationships. So the first thing I do is watch for idol flare-ups. Something we learn in counseling is that in every disagreement, all parties likely have an idol coming into play causing us to be less than kind to one another. With this in mind, I try my best to identify when my idols are surfacing by dissecting tense situations. I don't always do this in the moment. Sometimes this is something that most definitely happens, you know, after the not so nice words. For example, there's been more than one occurrence when Zach has popped into my office to ask if I can do something for him, and I've snapped at him. In this situation, he hasn't done anything wrong. I'm annoyed with him because he's interfering with my work, my idol. The next time you have a disagreement with someone, try to determine what idol is surfacing for you. Maybe it's work, success, comfort, time, reputation, or something else you worship and let consume you. The next thing I do is set boundaries within my business. This might seem obvious, but when work is your idol and that's all you want to do, setting boundaries and capping how much work you take on can be difficult. Today, these are the boundaries I set. I only shoot 20 weddings per year. I only take one session a week if I have a wedding that week, and two if I don't have a wedding. I reserve Fridays and Saturdays for weddings, meaning I don't take engagement or other sessions on Fridays and Saturdays. If I don't have a wedding that weekend, that means I'm off. I schedule one weekend off per month. This isn't to say that there aren't busy seasons. I mean, in Indiana, you only get about six months of nice weather, so 20 weddings are typically shoved into about 26 weeks. But having these boundaries in place helps ensure that I still have time for Zach, myself, and to serve my clients well. Now, you may hear my boundaries and think, with my current prices, I can't possibly work that little, or work isn't coming in consistently, so I have to take what I can get. Friend, these are marketing and pricing issues, and I promise we will talk about them at some point. The next thing I do is try to clearly communicate my business goals with Zach, and I would encourage you to do the same with your spouse, significant other, best friends, parents, or anybody else affected by your business. Looking back, when I started letting my photography side hustle consume every free moment I had, Zach had every right to be frustrated, especially since there was no end in sight. I mean, like I said, when I started, I had no intention of becoming a full-time photographer. I spent two years drowning in work before that thought even crossed my mind. If I had a goal with a timeline, Zach might have been more on board. Today, as busy seasons arrive, I try to warn Zach by front-loading him so he knows what to expect, why I'm doing what I'm doing, and when the season will be over. And lastly, I pray about it. When I learned that success and work were idols for me, I thought I'd simply be able to put boundaries in place and that my idols would disappear thanks to new habits. However, when I shared this plan with our old pastor, Steve gave me a bit of reality check when he said, boundaries change habits, not your heart. 
And he's right. Just because I was working less when we started counseling didn't mean I wasn't constantly thinking about work or that I didn't want to be working. God changes hearts, and for the last two years, I've prayed every day that God will give me a heart that loves him most, and I can definitely feel a difference. Putting God first has been crucial in helping my marriage thrive, but if you aren't a Christian, I would encourage you to try meditation or writing down daily affirmations to try to realign your heart. I write down affirmations as part of my morning routine, and this helps me simply remember who I want to be at the beginning of each day. All you have to do is swipe left or right. It's really easy and even kind of fun. You might think I'm talking about a dating app, but I'm actually talking about my bookkeeping app. QuickBooks Self-Employed. I love QuickBooks Self-Employed because it connects to my bank and PayPal accounts and keeps track of all of my business expenses and income. And it even automatically clocks my mileage, making it easy to write off my miles come tax season. Basically, QuickBooks Self-Employed keeps track of everything I need to file my business taxes, and all I have to do is swipe left or right to organize items into their correct categories. Then, when it's time to pay quarterly and annual taxes, my accountant simply opens my account and pulls everything she needs. I don't have to do a thing. If you handle your own taxes, QuickBooks Self-Employed also connects to TurboTax and other leading DIY tax programs, making it easy to file your business taxes on your own. I love QuickBooks Self-Employed because it allows me to feel confident going into tax season because I know nothing has been missed. If you'd like to make bookkeeping as easy as swiping left or right and save 50% off your first six months of QuickBooks Self-Employed, visit victoriarayburnphotography.com slash QuickBooks. Again, visit victoriarayburnphotography.com slash QuickBooks to receive 50% off your first six months of QuickBooks Self-Employed and to feel confident in your bookkeeping system. Well, friend, like I said, that might've been far too much information far too fast, But if just one person is listening to this and gleans one tip or trick that helps them improve or protect their marriage or another relationship, I'm glad I overshared. As creative entrepreneurs, we love our businesses, and that's okay. But when our businesses and idols hurt the people we love, that's a problem. Today, please spend some time asking yourself, is my business an idol? Are my relationships and other priorities being harmed or neglected because of my business? What boundaries do I need to put in place to protect my priorities? If I am struggling with an idol, what can I do to start changing my heart? It might be cliche, but in the end, nobody wishes they would have spent more time at work. And this is a cliche because it's true. Like I said before, I do wonder if a photographer or business owner friend had been more open or honest with me about their marriage when I started my business. Maybe I would have done things differently. I can't go back, but I can share our story in an effort to help others avoid my mistakes. So on Priority Pursuit, we will be having tough, honest conversations pretty regularly. Both I and guests will share the messy parts of our lives in hopes of helping even one person feel less alone. I'll talk to you next week, friend. Thanks for tuning in to the Priority Pursuit podcast. For access to all the links and resources mentioned in this episode, check out the show notes or go to PriorityPursuit.com. To ask questions, share your wins, and connect with other priority-focused creative entrepreneurs, join the Priority Pursuit podcast community on Facebook. Or don't hesitate to shoot me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at Victoria L. Rayburn. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a review. This will help get Priority Pursuit in front of other creative entrepreneurs wanting to lead priority-focused lives. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'm already looking forward to chatting with you again next week.